Mr. Enthoven. Mr. Bosman. That sounds so formal. I That's like it. Too, We're too keep formal. It. Too formal? No, we're going to go with it. Well, welcome back to Two Physical Therapists and a Bag of Chips. This is the formal episode. Very formal episode. Today we're going to discuss the palmaris longus. If you have it. Can you discuss it if you don't? Yeah, you can. Yeah, of course. We can always discuss things. And we're going to review the Lay's West Indies Hot and Sweet Chili, compliments of Kim. These came from the West Indies Maldives. Maldives. Did we ever Maldives decide what it was? Maldives is what we Yeah. But we're going to discuss palmaris longus, which is a muscle. In some people, and in other people, it's still a muscle, but it's absent. Yeah. So it's not present in everyone. On average, in the average world population, it is not present in 14% of the population. This varies considerably. In 64% uh, of the Turkish population, it is absent. That's interesting. I wonder why that but is. But in 0.6% of the Korean population, it's absent. So we had some theories, but they're not. Um, we, I, we shouldn't discuss those. I mean, they're just theories. I think they're yeah. theories for everything. The muscle itself, to test to see if you have it, I think we should start there probably. Yeah. If you bring the pads of your fourth and th fourth finger and thumb together, kind of bring all your fingers together, and then flex your wrist, if you have a tendon, it will kind of pop It'll out. Pop out. If you like don't, so. Like myself, it won't pop out. Like if you do like a shadow puppet. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a like a uh, like a dog. No, what's the what's the uh, insurance commercial? Uh, like an ostrich oh, or an, an emu. Sorry, my oh, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an emu. Anyway, if it, if it's absent, it's no big deal. It has uh, no <laughs> measurable effect on wrist strength or grip strength that we know of. That yeah, that but, seems but it, to be. Well, in uh, in cat anatomy, which is fairly similar to human anatomy, it's often used in. Uh, introductory anatomy courses because it's much easier to get a, uh, a cat than a human cadaver. <laughs> the similar muscle is analogous to the cat's claw muscle. The one that retracts its nails, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe so. at some point in time, humans could retract their nails. Or could. No. Can you retract then it? Because then it would still be present if you had a palmaris longus. Well, maybe, but its functionality has changed. So there's an interesting anatomical uh, component. It does connect to the palmar aponeurosis. That's a great word. Might this be the prehistoric connection to claws? Are we, are we going to like... We're not even going to delve into that. That's no, right, okay. No, no. Because no. I don't know if we should discuss evolution here. Um, anatomically, it basically groups with the wrist flexors. So if you have one, it starts at your medial epicondyle. It runs into your wrist. It connects... Yeah, a handful of places if you have it. If you don't have one, no big deal. But it's always kind of a fun one because it becomes a very popular choice to be used as a tendon for tendon graft purposes. Yes. Because uh, you can remove it in pretty much everybody without any significant... Weakness, problems. Yeah. It doesn't affect your clawing ability. No, no clawing problems your, whatsoever. Um, do gymnasts have one? I wonder if they use it. Like like if you do like the... Uh, the whatchamacallit? The bars? The bars. The uneven bars? The rechstock. Or the high bar? Rechstock. The rechstock. That's my daughter's favorite Dutch word, I think. Rechstock? Yeah. I like it. It's in Nantje, so she okay. read, we have to read that book every day, basically. Because she likes rechstock? Nantje in the ball. Is she going to start gymnastics soon? I don't think she was doing it, but she, not since COVID. She, yeah. She's been out for a while. Anyway, I wonder if yeah. gymnasts have uh, 
more pronounced pelmer as long as if it helps with grip? Honestly, the studies are, are very diffuse. Obviously, based uh, based on certain populations, it's more present or not. I don't think it has any impact whatsoever on function. Not a lot of uh, Turkish gymnasts. No. Maybe you know why. Maybe maybe that's the maybe that's the problem. Hmm? Yeah. We don't know. I wonder if there's ever been a study to that. I mean, there are a lot of really good Korean gymnasts. Exactly. So. And archers. Oh yeah, South Korean archers are really good. Yeah. That's a good point. They, oh, do, they do show up a lot. And, and Turkey's known for its uh, weightlifters. They are. I guess you need grip for that, too. They're pretty good, what, wrestlers? or good wrestlers, or ju yeah. Judoers? No, judoers is the Dutch. The Dutch do judo pretty well, but what's the other Turkish one? Pole vaulting? Isn't no. It's not like a French kid who's really good? Um, the Turkish have good soccer players. Yeah. Good volleyball players. Oh, volleyball, that's good, too. Yeah, you don't need a palmeras longus for any of that. None of it really at all whatsoever, no. But that's kind of a palmeras longus in a very small nutshell. I bet you could fit it in a nutshell. I think you if really you could. If you curled it up. Yeah. If you had like a like a pecan nut or a walnut. Yeah, they use it for it TFCC fit. grafting. TFCC grafting? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the wrist. So they move it from the wrist to the wrist? As, as a, uh, as as a, a stabilizer or as a, uh, as a meniscus? Yeah. I think a little bit of both. It's a it it, it takes up the space, so it applies a uh, both a shock absorption function as well as a improved stability, stability. function. Okay. Did we yeah. ever do TFCC? Yeah, we did. We did it. Yeah. We've done it in in year in year, in seasons past. We'll say. I can't. I can't yeah. keep. Luckily, Christian is very organized. I can't keep track of yeah. the chips that we had. I remember the ones that we liked and the ones that we disliked even more. But like the Korean one, I thought we. We, we tackle that. Yeah, I thought we had two there for a while, but it turns out there was like seven or eight barbecue flavors from. from yeah, Kettle. there's another one, the the bourbon, mm -hmm. bourbon flavored one. But I think, I think we, we have done that, that one. one. Yeah, it's we're doing a frozen one in a future episode probably. A frozen bourbon. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. So yesterday I was watching a cooking show. We're totally off target here, but it doesn't really matter. No. I was watching a cooking show and they were using bourbon barrel smoked salt. That sounds pretty good. Like, everybody's on the bourbon barrel wagon mm. now. I tried to do smoked salt once. I overcooked it just just a hair. You tried to smoke salt? Mm-hmm. Okay. Our friends smoke uh, cheese. Cheese, yeah. Yeah. It's hard, cold smoke. Yeah. I don't really like it. No. It's, it takes a little more. It, becomes, it can become labor. really overpowering. Over, uh, yeah. You have to be. I bet you need a palmer as long as if you're a good smoker. Just to lift the lid. We did look up the uh, relationship between palmaris longus and colorblindness. It doesn't appear to be one. <laughs> That's another one of those. Well, I wonder what other uh, genetic modifications we have. Uh, we could tackle that in a, in a future episode. Yeah, we'll tackle it then. But let's go to trivia time. Last week's trivia was... Where did the potato originate? I think Tony Crea said rebound. He was pretty close. Yeah. He's not that far off. A couple, no. couple hundred miles, a couple thousand miles. A couple thousand. Probably. Yeah, Peru, specifically southern Peru or even northern Bolivia. The Incas around 8,000 to 5,000 B.C. were the first to cultivate. Cultivate said potato. Yes. Was it, because uh, somebody made a comment about whether or not it was a sweet potato, whether it was a tanya. Yeah, Lisa. No, Lisa oh, brought Lisa. that up. Yep, the yam and the, the sweet potato first originally. So, 
Okay, up. that's what they, and then they became... Uh, so it was, the, it was the white potato that was brought by Spanish conquistadors to Europe in the 1530s. The, um, the white potato. Yes. Which is what we think of as just a typical potato, or a better potato for potato chips. Yes, because it's because it's yeah. firm and it's not as sweet as a as a yam or I think a white yeah. potato is less starchy too, yeah, I, which which helps when you're frying it. Could be. So in the Netherlands, we use this trick with potatoes. If you want to fertilize a plot of land, mm -hmm. you grow potatoes on it for two years. Oh really? It breaks up all the clay. Yeah. And it's really hardy, and it helps to put nutrients into the ground. Mm. So if you're uh, thinking about starting a vegetable garden here, start with potatoes. Grow potatoes for a year. Be patient, but do that. it works well. And then you can make potato chips. Oh, I mean, that's really the goal at the end of the day. Uh, it is thought that as little as two plants made up the bulk of potatoes that came to Europe. Thus, the reason that the potato famine was so devastating. Yeah, because if one dies, they all die. Yeah. Well, but uh, if, if it hadn't been for the potato famine, we wouldn't have had probably uh, St. Patrick's Day here. You think all I mean, the Irish people would still be in Ireland? Unintended consequences, I suppose. Right? Who knows? I mean, didn't need to have that many people perish, but we could have just celebrated for fun. Yeah. The not potato famine party. Yeah. yeah. Or the almost potato famine. Yeah. Uh, Got to say, good job to Liz Carter. She gets Peru. Lisa gave us South America, which is. I'm Good enough. Give, give, it, give it close enough. Yep. Uh, the A trainer gave us Ecuador, Peru, which is which is pretty much right on there. He's a little bit north Peru as opposed to south Peru, but oh well, I'll it's call in, it good. It, it's in the it's in the vicinity. Yeah. And then we had some other pretty solid attempts. Carolyn Burley gave us Central America, which I think is just a little too far north yeah. to count. Uh, Grant Schumas gave us Belfast. He was pretty convinced on yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, Jamie said Ireland. Natasha gave us Egypt, and then Tony Crea said rebound therapy. So yeah, yeah. N Natasha, we we love your guesses, and you should keep them coming. I think and it's and next week, you should definitely know next week's question, Natasha. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, she should definitely. Yeah, get that it's one. not Egypt. It is not. Uh, this week's new question: Which U.S. state's flag has more than four sides? This is crazy. I did not know this at all. There's only is, one of them. Yeah. It's strange because so. we've done the world flags, but there's mm -hmm. only one flag that's not a rectangle or a square. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't realize that the state flags had that. Huh? Just just the one state flag. If anybody knows, in, in addition to which state it is, but if you know why, we would love to find out. Yeah. Tip time. Yeah. I am. Um, I've just been chugging coffee and. It's gonna be good. It's gonna go. Uh, it's gonna pair well with think? the West Indies hot and sweet chili. I don't know. Yeah, the chip bag is pretty good actually. It says thirty percent more chips. Still got a chip tear ratio of only forty percent though. So yeah. if they had thirty percent more chips before, that was like that a thirty percent chip tear ratio. <laughs> so not the strongest. They're twenty-seven percent. Um, manufactured chip. by PepsiCo. Yeah. Uh, they're uh, they're made in India. Oh. Uh, Punjab. Good to know. Um, but from Canada, I thank you very much. Yeah, spices, condiments, I'm onion take, powder, I'm taking a full chili. big one here. Taking a full. Oh yeah, look at that. I'm this. gonna take one of the darker ones. They're ridged chips. They've got little speckles on them. Yeah, like the typical Lay's ridge. Hmm. It's actually quite nice. It's. It reminds me a little bit of a, of a chip that we did not too long ago, that had um, the sweet and spicy. Yeah, it's sweet up front, and then it gets a little. 
tingly towards the end bit. You can certainly taste some other, like it's it's more like a peppers type of hot pepper as opposed to like just a hot. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's that's well put. There might be some it's garlic some, in there, some onion. There's onion powder. Onion powder. But it, it see it, it shows the, the red pepper. Oh, there's jalapeno. I like the. Um, I know this is a red one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Red and orange. Um, oh, good. I think they're very good. Chip consistency is, is solid. Like I said, it's ridged chip, so for Lay's, Lays it's actually better. Lay's should make all their chips ridged. They should do away with their... So the classic thins? Yeah. That or they should start um, kettle cooking those. Yeah. Yeah. The flavor is really good. It's Surprisingly good. hot. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I'm going to give it two thumbs up here. I'm going to join you. Yeah, this is really quite nice. A dash of sugar, so that must be where the sweetness comes in. Yeah. Wow. But notice how it says a dash of sugar. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a 50-gallon drum no, no, no. of maple syrup like they like Lay's did with their um, no. their salted caramel. Oh, thank God there's edible vegetable oil on this. That would have been <laughs> awkward if it wasn't. If it was non-edible? No. Oh, there's cacao in it. Huh. In milk solids. Fascinating. Well done. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, these are... Um, this might be the highest rated Lay's we've ever had. The reason I'm not going to make it through the week, I don't think. No, that's good. Thank you very much, Kim. Really Thanks, appreciate Kim. that. Uh, thank you for listening today. Next week, we're going to go over our experiences with the COVID vaccination. So these are both uh, personal antidotes as well as potentially some uh, patient responses. It does not go well with coffee. Well, that's something to note about the chips, not the COVID yeah. vaccine. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, no, my bad. No, the, the corona vaccine has no impact on the coffee <laughs> whatsoever. No, I was talking about the chips, sorry. Yeah. You had moved on already. I was, I was, I was outroing. I'll, uh, I'll be quiet over here and sip my coffee. Uh, we're going to review Lay's India's Magic Masala, compliments of the Pope family. So we'll give those. Thank you, a Ava. Happy belated birthday. I don't think she's listening to the podcast, but. Well, I'll just say thank you anyway and happy yeah. belated birthday. Cameron yeah. might be listening. If you like today's episode, please tell your friends, follow, review, subscribe. If you want more information about Palmaris Longus, give us a follow on Instagram throughout the week. We will show uh, what somebody with a one looks like and what somebody without one looks like. And maybe I'll, some other stuff even. I'll, I'll pose. You'll pose? Yeah. Wow. It's going to be a nice little forearm yeah. modeling. Oof, it's going to be good. Uh, anybody who wants to find out more information on Rebound Therapy, check out our website, reboundclinic.com. He's the Dr. Jimmer. I'm Christian. <laughs> Thanks for listening.